Despite the Government, brought to you by Tam and Buega. This podcast is a window for African entrepreneurs and innovators within Africa and all across the globe to discuss ideas towards advancing the cause of a new, vibrant Africa. Find and subscribe to Despite the Government wherever you get your podcast. This is Despite the Government podcast. Enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, thank you again for joining us on the Despite the Government podcast, DTG, where we try to amplify the good things that private enterprise can do and also spotlighting individuals that are building something in their own spaces. Today, I'm happy to be joined by the founder of the Trillion Box Company. He's also the visionaire at Joel247, which is an originally Nigerian music streaming platform, among other things. We'll get to talk about that in this interview. Thank you so much, Adenike, for joining our podcast. Thank you for having me. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Yeah, I know I know people are going to hear this at different times, so good everything. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Adenike. My surname is Adegwite. So okay. you can call me Adenike, Adenike. My spice name is... <laughs> Adenike, Adegwite. Uh, thank you. Let's okay. now start immediately connect branding. Your identity is majorly the trillion box company like the trillion box chick that's your brand uh, i'm interested yeah. in how you started and what your vision was early on and what you intend to achieve on the long run okay so i think the name does speak to what the vision is trillion box and uh fortunately trillion box has been it's been 10 years since i started trillion box or maybe i started working in trillion box like almost 10 years now, but Trillion Box Company, you know, before we now move to the limited service company, was registered as an enterprise in September 20, 2013. Um, so, um, and this is 2023. So when I I wanted a, a name for the company, I knew that it's just going to be like beyond what I studied in school or what I was working as then which is basically like PR, you know. Um, I knew that I wanted to, I'm going to definitely like establish um, enterprises and businesses that I don't even know at the time. Do you understand what I'm saying? And of course, tech was also, you know, just getting started. At that time, you know, Facebook spoke about a coin, that we're going to have. Mark was also like big on it. And that was even before we started hearing crypto and all of that. Libra coin. I don't know if anyone could still remember that. A long know? time. And I up on all of that. And I knew that Naira, dollar, whatever currency we have, you know, they call it end time. We're not going to have those anymore. You know, there is no money that will be tangible. So mm. I felt like, you know, I don't want to say trillion Naira, trillion dollars. <laughs> that money can actually be what's more than you know we can't say um so that was where the box you know came you know came to be so i know that you know street slang they call money box in america you know so said okay there was really no company that is valued at trillion trillion anything at this time well i think three four five years down the line google apple you know became the first trillion black organizations you know and but then that was just like trillion you know trillion box whatever the box is whatever the money is dollar whatever but it's trillion box so i knew that it's going to be like um just wanted something like that like google like facebook um how it would happen i really do not know <laughs> when it would happen well well need at the moment so but basically that's that is it i just wanted to create not just services but also products that can meet the needs of people, right? And of course, when people's needs are met, it means that, you know, you're generating value. Yes. And money yes. goes, you know, where there is value. So that, that's yeah. basically it. Yeah. What an introduction. I mean, without saying too much, I can already tell, you know, when there are people they call, not overthinkers, but they are dreamers and visionaries. And I can already see that. The younger you, 10, 15 years ago, was buzzing with ideas and just to add to your point we are we might be witnessing the first trillionaire person 
ever. And, you know, and that's because the possibilities are endless. We're in a world that we have never seen before. And that inspires people us to want to dream to the extreme, to dream as big as we can. And really, there's nothing to stop. There's nothing stopping us dreaming. Let's talk about, because what attracted or what I saw on your profile that I wanted to, not even on your profile, I saw Joe247 and I've always been, I'm, I'm big on creating Nigerian, original Nigerian um, companies and Nigerian products. And when I see that there is one one company that is meeting and music streaming space, I really wanted to find out who was behind this. And then I found your handle. So Joe247 led me here. But before we even get to that, I wanted to learn more about what drives you. And you mentioned businesses. You mentioned trillion bucks and all that. What's your background like from childhood, your education in uni or in higher higher learning? And what, what motivates you to pursue the things that you pursue? Just, it's just dreams. <laughs> I think you you say that I'm an overthinker. Do I say that I'm an overthinker? I don't really say I'm an overthinker, but I think I can really think things like far and wide or just try to spin things and think from maybe not the quite obvious, right? Um, and all of that. So my background was just, I think I'll call it like a regular childhood. Um, but I just always love to do things, you know, to explore, make money. Uh, and fortunately, I also like got the liberty to do as much as I could as a child. You know, there was no restriction. There was no impossible. You can't do that. You can't try this. Um, I'm always taking risks, you know. Um, I remember living in Ikorodo at the age of 10 to my cousin's place at Abulegba all by myself just because I did, <laughs> you know. I told my mom, I, I needed to go there. And she said, you can't go there. You don't even have money. And I and I said, I, I have like 25 naira. <laughs> you know, and she said, 25 naira can never get you anywhere. I said, okay, maybe I can go. And she said, okay. But you know, I got to a black bar and I didn't spend my 25 naira. So are you going to share that or we already know how the story goes? Someone gave you money, right? No. No, I just, you know, I'm just saying just to let you know, like, the kind of upbringing that I had, mm. right? And this was when phone, telephone was not, like, everywhere, right? Mm. Um, you know, the old internet and all of that just blew up not too long ago. It's even less than, it's less than 15 years. That, do you understand? Yeah. 10 years, 15 years ago. You know, the penetration of, you know, internet and all of that is not as much as this. You know, yeah. internet wasn't the phones were not really like all the smartphones were not, you know, so you can't even be calling your aunties and all that. They they thought when I got there, they felt like who was there. But you see, I'm just saying that that just helps me to that that's that those were seats. That just says that see, you can just just take risk at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, take it's risk. either way, you know. Um, so I that's that's like an overview of the kind of background that you know I grew up in. So uh, nice. So that's that's just our high school. What did you say? What about university days? And, you know, went to school. What did you? What was the discipline? I started mass communication and I worked and school at the same time because I knew I wanted to, you know, be an entrepreneur quite early. So. Um, and I didn't get to university just immediately after I finished secondary school. I had to work for a while. I studied mass communication. I knew I wanted to be in media space and entertainment space. So I worked in that industry, you know, from outdoor advertising. I started there as a cleaner, even that was the job. I, I, that was the role that was available. Then I became the front desk person, you know, then I started assisting my bosses with briefs. Um, you know, and all of that. Then from there, I moved to a PR, you know, um, company, also still like the front desk executive, then project assistant and all of that. Then I moved to a publishing company, you know, and, you know, I was the business, online business manager for a youth magazine company, like one of the foremost youth magazine company at the time. 
you know, then I did marketing and all of that. Then I did real estate, did client service, <laughs> you know, but I just always been in the media space as different things. Then, mm. um, yeah, just because I needed to learn, see how things run and all of that. Then it was when I was on one of my jobs that, you know, one of my bosses said, oh, you're quite popular online, you know, on social media, Facebook at the time, you're always posting stuff. You know, my wife uh, has, we have this business and we need a an online business manager. Can you help us with that? And that was our chicken was when we started. Thank you very Thank much you very for much. that. Let's now talk about, talk about uh, that. I felt that you are, you are, you were resourceful before you knew. It was just an addition. Now let's talk about Joel 247, which is the, is the elephant in the room now. Um, and he's up to 10 years ago. What was the direction or what was the motivation to say that? Let's go into streaming, uh, music streaming. Let's see what we can do in that space. I'm, I mean, looking at the international setting, this is a major music space where, you know, it's only the big players that are there. So is this part of taking risk or was there another motivation? Well, life itself is a risk. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, it is... Joseph for seven really like started about three years ago, uh, about three years ago. So while I was working, um, you know, I told you I worked in a youth. Um, yeah, I worked as a business development, online business development, online business manager. I can't remember for a, a former street marketing at the time. And there were a lot of even the guys that are popular at this time that you know will come we'll put them we'll do their publication and all of that and you know the couple of guys also that'll come to me and say that oh i want to put my music out there you know can you help me with promotions and all of that and it was part of the services that you know we actually render actually on box company so one of the days i went into alaba because i needed to put a song on the mixtape you know and just the old the way everything went and this was around 2016 right mm. um so the way everything went it was so i i didn't feel fulfilled you know because mm. i felt like no i don't work like this you know mm. i need to create a report for this guy that i have done this for if i you know if it was a magazine publication or a, a newspaper publication or magazine publication you know i'll definitely get those links you know get the papers and you know put it together and deliver to that person or tell him or her you know this publication has your story this platform published your music you know but there they, they gave me nothing and these guys even collected money you know thousands of naira at the time so it just you know looking at how everything the whole setting me going there you know and if you know where alaba is <laughs> In Lagos, it's, it's, it's another word entirely. I just felt so angry, and I felt like all of these things can be digitized. But mm. at the time, what was, was iTunes, and I think there was Inlet, you know. So I just studied, and there was MySpace. I just started researching. There was even Reverb Nation. I used Reverb Nation a lot, you know, and there were feature, uh, features that I like about Reverb Nation. But just that, you know, everything is just just not tailored to Nigeria, you know. Um, or quite limited in what they were offering. So I just started researching and asking questions. So what should we do? What can we do? And I wrote down all of those things. And, you know, I just felt like this is, this is too much of a dream. You know, music for, and music for that matter. You can't do this. But I shared it with a couple of my friends and they were like, fantastic. Nikke, go and do this. I'm like, go and do what? <laughs> you know, I asked. How much would it cost me to build a platform? Of course, um, tech has also not been democratized as hmm. you know we have in now. There's there no accelerators, no incubators, no uh, AWS uh, credits, nothing. You have to do hmm. everything by yourself. Okay. But I just you know wrote I, I I noted a couple of things. Then just like two three years afterwards, then started seeing other platforms right doing exactly or something similar to what i wrote so you see i didn't feel that 
these guys are the big players. I just feel like they validated my idea. Mm. Do you understand? Uh, and of course, yeah. they say I did nine dimes and dozens. Honestly, I never heard of any of those guys. On the, the time I was talking about, this was 2016, you know, 2015, 2016, you know. So I never heard of them. But when I saw, you know, all of this, people coming up, I said, oh, see, that is, that is your, your, um, I would like, that's a confirmation that that yeah. idea is yeah. valid, that idea is needed, you know, maybe if I'd done it then, it would have been too early, right? Mm. And that was it, you know, and, you know, people just like coming, they just, you can see, you say you want to do something, that is one of it, so it's like, you know, it's like, it's like, but, you know, 2020 came, and 2019 was even, I didn't know COVID was coming, but I just felt it like, well, fine, we have all of these guys, but they're not here. They still do not meet the need of even indie artists outside the country, but they still do not meet the need of an average Nigerian artist. Because if you are not a big artist, like if you're not in A class, like AA, you have not blown blown you, you what is the number of streams that you you know you gather to to make any money right off streaming so it wasn't still meeting it so i i spoke to a mentor of mine and i told her more one david Ashura. you know so we had this circle meeting just some, some girls that she mentors and she said what do you want to do next and i told her they said go and do it then COVID came then i started following ubi franklin's live sessions then i started following a lot of entertainment um spaces you know conversations and i even heard a foreigner say that nigeria you need your streaming platform do you understand what i'm saying need I your streaming you. You, need, you need your own platform I'm like, ah, this is well let me just go and start this thing let me not think about you know it's not entertainment is not even a woman's world <laughs> you know is it is a brutal space and i'm like mm. see you can't be i remember then i told you it, was, it, it took me just 25 naira from, to get from Ikorodu, and I didn't even spend that money, you know, mm. to have back. So let's, let's just do it, you know. So I think my, I would say I'm a very brave person, and I dare a lot. And my parents just allowed me to do that. They didn't kill it with fear and all of that. It's not that there is no fear. Sometimes you are, you are out of your mind. Sometimes you are really, like, quite afraid. But, you know, believe in what you do and what you see, just keep you pushing. A lot of times, a lot of people still don't see, you know, what it is that you see, right? Uh, but, you know, you just have to do what you have to do. So that was it. And of course, CCUB also like called for um, innovations in music and we were selected as well. You know, wow. we're selected. Wow. We threw the idea out, you know, refined a bit, um, got feedback and all of that. We didn't win. Uh, but then it just propelled us to do better. Then we, we went into another incubation by Standard Chartered, and we won that. Then British Council last year also called for innovation in, you know, or uh, people that are really thinking of, you know, getting into the music space and doing something, you know, in the sector. And we were also selected. It was a six-month incubation, and we also won. Um, where one of the 10 businesses selected. And there was also a publication that came out early this year, and they said that we are an innovation to look out for. Absolutely. So you see Absolutely. that, <laughs> you know, just feel like, okay, you are here. It, it's really helped to put a lot of things in perspective and say that, mm. see, you are doing, um, well, you are where you're supposed to, to be. Yeah. We That's really need what we're doing. So just keep at it. Amazing stuff. This is so good. And I mean, we all know we are all students of the School of Motivation, and we know that really, indeed, when you are committed to it, the universe will come together to make it happen. I so, believe so. To congratulate you in advance for what has been done and what is coming, because Thank you really you. have a trillion naira slash trillion dollar idea in your hands, and this is just one. Can we trillion Bitcoin? No, you can never tell. I mean, trillion, trillion, trillion. Let me have, let me double click on Joel two seven one more time. You see what the market is about. Uh, yeah, you know, it's actually dance. It's called Joe Dance two four seven. Okay, not Joe. Sorry. No, it's, it's Joe two four seven dance. Joe, it's just emphasis. Yes, it's so Joe. Saying, 
instead of saying dance all day, you said Jochi for seven. That's yes. the United essence. Now, yes. I appreciate that so much. It's Yoruba and it's also common Nigerian language to dance, Joe. Um, and that's also unique. So what 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 more is still unique about this that makes it truly Nigerian? And when I say that, I went through the website so that there is a way the songs are priced. You can buy a song for three naira. It's priced according to you know the range or the classification of the song. Some are up to five hundred naira. Some are way more. How does innovation and you know the the operation process work at, at your organization? What's the direction like? What informs your your features? How you how you bring innovation and what is uniquely Nigerian about Joe Two Four Seven? Okay, so I'll just go straight to Joe Two Four Seven. So Joe Two Four Seven is is uniquely Nigerian because it is tailored to the need of the artist in Nigeria. You know, it is from years of research, talking to people, talking to different artists, talking to investors and stakeholders in the music industry, you know, asking them questions about, you know, their what's what they need to have from an emerging artist to you know, a known artist. Um, so you see the prizes on the music. So there are things you can do with your music on Joe 247. We call it Indie-centric, which is, it is really tailored to the artist. The artist and their managers know their audience. They know their capacity, their capability, right? Um, they have more insight into who their audiences are. So um, one of the things you can do on Joe 247 is, set the price for your music so you can put your music up for free free download put it up there you can put it up at a fee so you see those fees that you 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 saw we didn't set them the artist or the manager sets them so and yes and it depends on whatever it is that you want to do uh you can also just put it up for maybe not even for free not for a fee but it is it is just that uh, you want people to just listen to it because you know you might change your mind later, and that is it. And people can also donate, right? So even though your song is free, you can they can give you money and say, oh, this is really a good song. This is a good artist, you know, and support your music. Um, so that is what that that is what makes Two Two Four Seven unique. Um, why do you uh, people can say that? So well, there are places where people can put up their songs for free and all of that. But what data do you get when you put up your song for free? Do you know how many people, you know, downloaded your songs? Do you have insight into where they are from? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah. do you do that? But if you talk about other um, streaming platforms, they only tell you you can put your song up for. And of course, on Joe247, we have a set price for streaming, which is, which is generic, right? That one is standard. Yeah. you know for every song on joe 247 so if it is a paid stream it is standard which is still more than some of the other streaming platform but beyond yeah. that you can just say you know i want to earn money and you don't need to wait till forever to you know remove your money from the platform itself so imagine you're an artist and you say that oh i have this song and i want to put it up let me just put it up for two thousand naira and you know you gather your friends and family you can even blow on social media doing something i can say please oh, support my music emotions are high they go on joe247 you have 200 people just you know say ah, let me support this guy you know that's 200,000. within a short frame of time you can remove that 200,000. use it for social media promotion use it to go to the studio and do another song do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? You know, but they are, Joe 247 is more than that. But that, this, that is all the features that you can see right now. And all of these things I'm talking to you, the web application can do all of that. Our mobile app is going to launch next month. That is in October. And um, we even have some music masterclasses that we've planned in con collaboration with NYC. You know, you're in Lagos and in Abiokota, just to bring music knowledge, right, yeah. to... Yeah. The core members beyond tech and all of that and we know afrobeat is rising 
more money is going to come into you know the in the industry um yeah. there you know if people were nest their talents really well um there's no limits to that. It, that we don't say that people should not put their song on other platforms but there's a lot of money that is not even everybody's looking outside whereas the audience that even started with you they are here but you know there's the bottleneck of payment you know yeah. the money yeah. you go and stream the artist still doesn't doesn't get anything out of it and that is just to what joe 247 is about ensuring that the artists earn decent and sustainable income so that they can continue to create because as a creative myself when you are broke you are tired you are drained mm -hmm. You can't even think straight, you know. Uh, yes, now. So an angry man is an angry man, you know. And a lot of people, I've seen a lot of talent die just because they don't have support. And it's mm. not that, you know, the support is not there, but, you know, there's just no platform to unnest, you know, um, what it is that they have. So what we're doing is just unnessing whatever you have as an artist, your small fan base on your streets, in your school, in your community, in your state, in the nation, you can harness them, you know, and you know, use them as propeller for your growth. And of course, those those people can also support you and, and say that ah, we are here, or, you know, we're going to be here to ensure that uh, you, you live your potential as an artist. Yeah, this is amazing. And um, I'd like to take a break and just ask for: Is it possible to get ten or fifteen more minutes to the initial thirty? Okay, that, that's fine. Yeah, I really appreciate. So let's um now talk about challenges. This podcast mm -hmm. to see the success of private enterprise. You did this mostly by yourself and your team. So I wanted to know how does the environment come in, the immediate environment? I mean, you're in Lagos. How does you know partnership work? How do you relate to industry guys? What does that look like? Is it easy? Are there were there challenges? Or so far, has there been, uh, of course, I expect that there would be challenges. What, what are those challenges? And specifically, do you have any challenges interacting with government? Maybe you want to register the company, you want to get some data, you know, you want to be able to get some things across the other side. Do you have challenges in terms of government engagement? Mm. So I wouldn't say that I have done this without the help of anybody. Um, I've had people at different points in time. In as much as um, I don't think of even money as a first need, right? When I want to do anything, um, I think of people as the resource, you know, the, the finances that I have. So I've been blessed with quite a number of people. I said it that I've been in the industry for a while. Uh, I've done a lot of things, I've served people, I've volunteered. I've built friendships that are still quite relevant even to everything I'm doing today. Um, and I've also tried to put myself out there, like the standard chartered incubation that I went for, the British Council incubation that I went for, like just opened me up to like a new set of people, like amazing people, wonderful people cheering me on, opening up doors, um, suggesting, you know, sharing ideas and all of that. So I can't say I've done this all by myself. In as much as of course the finances are quite limited. But I said it, I've put myself out there and I've had the support of different organizations in, in grants and say that, oh, take this and add it to what you already have and take that and add to what you already have. Um, so I've had quite a number of people. And these are not people that I knew, possibly prior to any time or, you know, but it just I just saw the opportunities and I went for it. Or I just, you know, approached the person, open my, my mind and say, oh, please, oh, this is what I'm doing. How can you be of help? And they say, oh, there's this accelerator, there's this incubator, you know, go and do this and go and do that. But I also try as much as possible not to focus on, you know, raising money. I've gotten everything that I needed from um, some of the programs I went for. And that is just validation of my ideas. That is, you know, expert opinions and um, views and, you know, um, you know, just interaction and validation. So I've also spent the last, most of this year after the, you know, all of the incubation, it's just focused on building, you know. I told them this is what we really, really want to do. And everyone agreed that, oh, you need to scale your technology. And that is what we've, we've actually focused on doing, you know, scaling our technology so that 
the growth that we're expecting. When it comes, it is easier for us to to accommodate as as many people as possible. So um, so that is that. So you know, I've put myself out there. I didn't say uh, you know a lot of times you have this restriction say uh they know who they want to be they know who you know those things that you know we do we feel that yeah, everything in nigeria is biased but i can tell you for free that i never met godwin tom though i know him in the industry you know but i i i i i, I was selected he was the one that actually did the program for i was selected for that and i met a lot of amazing you know music executives that were doing things right now that i can reach out to you know and talk to you know, and they are also like really big. One of the um, A and R um, top A and R guys at Mavens was actually at that program as well. He's the one that discovered Big Teddy, that discovered Crayon. He's my friend. Yeah. Someone like boss and say we have to do something. You know, I'm thinking maybe we should do this, and he said no problem. I don't know Don Jazzy. I know Tega online. Tega was one of the people who I interviewed when we're collecting data for yes and it was online i just you know i just comment i follow him and we just he just responds that was how how much of uh, interaction but online and when i said oh i have an idea and i wanted to seek your opinion and see how maybe can come in for almost two hours we were on a call cool almost stuff, two cool hours. yes that is the the person that's next to Don Jazzy, you know, but I didn't even go and meet Tega for that. I mean, I'm talking to this guy and I met him through that program. Imagine if I'd not put myself out there, I wouldn't have. And who knows, you know, other people that are also there amazing, you know, doing amazing things, doing amazing stuff that I've also, I also have access to. So, so that is that. Um, in terms of government, I think we, we have a lot of opportunities in Nigeria. Tech has really opened up a lot of things. I'm not in music, in tech because I want to raise money. I had a co-founder even at a point, um, uh, and that co-founder said, I'm not going to continue this with you because music tech does not raise funds. So I did a research and I realized that uh, music tech has not, nobody has invested in music tech in the last 10 years. We should switch to fintech. Hmm. And I'm like, I didn't go come to the industry because I want to raise money for the. I want to, it is see what I told you that I saw. The, the and problem said, I, yes, I can't do this again. I left. But you see, what I saw, that was even before the publication that Ire Dumare did. The, the book is called Music Commerce in Africa, you know, and we were there mentioned as a tech to watch out for. You know, so I said it's still there. The problem is still there, <laughs> you know, and it's not the money, right? So that's why we also stopped incubators, accelerators. I need to focus on the business. I need to focus on the usage so that I don't lose, you know, because those things also take time and energy to do. But we need to, even if the money comes at the end of the day, you just realize that you're not still serving, you're not understanding the, the business that you're doing. So these days, I think it's even easier to assess opportunities, to assess funds, you know, may not be like a lot of funds, but at least something to get you started. But the very first initial MVP that um, we did for Joe 247, I actually paid for it from Trillion Box Company. Trillion Box actually paid for it. Do you understand what I'm saying? We paid yeah, for it. Yeah. So because we, were, we really saw it and we believed in it, you know, and because we believed in that idea, other people that have believed in us so far have also, do you understand what I'm saying? You know, we I now have people I believing in it. And you are have also, you're not a believer, right? And I'm other people will believe because you do, because of this podcast, people will go and check us out, right? And say, oh, this cool stuff, and who knows what can happen, right? You know so, what? so that that yeah, is yeah. it. Yeah, you wanted to talk about the government part, I think. Yes, I think it is quite, yes, I think it is. Government these days, I think our government is quite fair. Let me not lie. Um, a lot of people don't pay tax and all of that. As a matter of fact, when I did my standard chartered incubator or program, that was when I had to go and do tax, like yeah. properly when I was working. But tax for myself, my organization, my staff, everybody, we had to go and do. We have tax cards. Mm. Do you understand? We have to, you know, put our books in order. You know, pay for CAC annual returns and all of that. We just pay that. 
you know. Yeah. So a lot of people don't contribute even to the economy, and they complain. I want something from you. We want Nigeria. Exactly. You 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 run your one man business, but do you pay tax? Instead of you to pay tax, you will bribe people. Do you get? I went to see, I went to the tax office myself. After I, a, a course we did, I went there myself. I put they didn't even fine me for anything. There was no fine. And they did all of it. They said, okay, you know, they were really happy. And they would even call me to remind me. I have a tax officer that will call me and say, oh, trillion bucks, your tax, you know, this and that and all of that. And, you know, even for our annual return, we got a mail from CAC. Your annual return is due, you know, this is 30 days you need to pay. And we were really busy. We got a, a, um, a professional to just, you know, do that for us. It's not all of this money is not a lot of money, but that is how you know we build our economy, right? We want yeah. security, we want good roads, we want you know infrastructure and all of that. Well, where our office is located and where I live, I can say that we have life for almost 24 hours. Mm. Yes, but the tariff oh. is not cheap, you know, it's one of the A listed areas for you know. But the, the, the light is constant. You know, generator mm. cell doesn't even help you to think well because the noise pollution, imagine. Yeah. But you, you can think better, you know. Internet is good. You, you don't, you're not, you know. So, of course, the government can do more. But we as citizens, we, we, we all, you know, we, we all then Yes, we also, yeah. we also have responsibilities and a part to play. We are the government at the end of the day. We run the society. Right. So, so that is that. Yeah. So, but you know, registering doc, you know, documents, getting things. I don't think it was quite. I don't think it was difficult. Oh. There is ease of doing business. Trust me. A lot of the government parastaters have been digitized. Even tax. I can see all of it. There were companies that we work. For, there are companies that we work for, and they would deduct tax. And what I just need to do is, oh, this is our tax ID, right? Yeah. And once they do the payment, I can go. To, you know. I can log in, not just the accountant, log in to our portal, our tax okay. portal, that this company paid tax on our behalf. And some of those taxes are going to be deducted at the end of the day. Do you understand what I'm saying? So they'll give us some money and say, oh, you overpaid, though, because, you know, we paid, they've already paid tax for the job that we did, and we, we also paid another tax. So, you know, they're able to minus you know and you know subtract and add at the end of the year and say ah the tax we collected from you was too much we have to take do you understand mm -hmm. what i'm saying and there are also things we can do i'm sure like a couple of years down the line we can also ask for tax break it can even be part of the perks that we get oh you've been paying tax on saying for three and uh, five mm -hmm. years okay you can take a break this year don't pay any tax anything that you end you end this year or till next year go and do it yourself don't we go, go and use it you don't need to pay the government. There are there are those things that happen. But how do you know when you don't even pay tax? You know. I feel you. So and, yes, and it's left and right. I mean, the government have their work to do. The people have their work to do, and there is a way to find balance. Uh, you know, this podcast there is an advocacy that we have that we believe that government should have less to do with the people, apart from some mm -hmm. core areas, as long as everybody mm -hmm. knows their role. I mean, it would be, it's easy for you to push your idea because nobody has stopped you from pushing. And that's one of the things we believe in. Innovation can drive advancement and development as long as there is no restrictions or too much heavy-handedness. And, you yeah. know, it's it's good to see where, where you are. Now, let's talk about scaling up. You, you, George, George, you mentioned that the web application or not the web, the, app, the mobile application would be ready in a month. That's December. Yes. And we are, you in, and I also talked about enlisting in November. Okay, yes, November. Um, enlisting our podcast on your platform. When is that likely to happen? For instance, you, you this can, podcast. <laughs> yes, you can already list podcast. Though. It's not just for music. Okay. It's actually yeah, for... Yeah, I, wanted, yes. I wanted you to speak on that. So if I want to enlist this podcast, on, on there, can I do it like tomorrow morning? Yes, you can. I even told you to do it too before now. <laughs> you can yes, do yes. it. I can monetize it. You can do for music. 
Yes, so you, you are just ask that so that you can explain to others apart from of music, course, yes, yes. any any form of audio, sermon, audio books, um, demos, and all of that can be up uploaded on Juto for Seven, you know, and you can monetize any form of audio at all, you know, but just for ease of uh marketing, that is why we're just focusing on the core, music. yes, the core or primary target audience yeah right yes that's that is yes but any other audio creator can use it and you and monetize their audio there you know so you just have to sign up as other creator in short your your dashboard is a bit different yes so someone and um, podcast shows whatever it is you can you know and you can monetize it as well or you can even you can request donations to you know say ah, if this has touched you you can donate to so that we can continue to create, <laughs> you know. Yes. Good so stuff. yes, you can. Um, you are also involved in fashion, your voiceover, your media training in mass communication is also useful here. And you are involved in other spaces. I'd like you to touch on some of the other stuff that you, you split your time um doing. I don't I just split my time my time serving the um there was a time i i was actively in fashion advocacy like just as a form of employment that is it and it's because i had friends that were really good fashion designers but they also like were stocked you know they really make good outfits tailors are still disappointing people every saturday and fresh out of school they said i'm looking for a job i'm like which job are you looking for you know so at the time i just took it upon myself to just say okay let's just sensitize people and you know what do you really need and you know that that's just what i did and of course i got quite a number of feedback from that how you know quite a number of people started or structured or are now earning from their fa fashion their hobby you know or their fashion enterprise and and that is i think fashion is you, know, you can't even take you know, fashion out of music and all of that. It was just a form of advocacy. But there is no way that that will not still, you know, come up as far as Joe 247 is concerned. I've said it that there are other aspects of Joe 247 that you do not you do not see now. Um, it is a development plan, right? But we don't have those ideas because, oh, this is the next thing to do. We would let the market speak to us on the next thing to do, you know, based on need and based on demand, you know, and based on what they want you know right absolutely um, so, so that is that so every other thing that i do is just just service let me put it that way um it's just Great. service it's just someone says oh you you did this um you know i got on 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 a business maybe just as a service provider right and they say oh you really did well we we love your idea we love some of the strategies we love some of the things you implemented can you come and join us you know and be a part of the business in some ways so that is how you know i become like a part of maybe one or two organizations that you, you've mentioned but uh, my focus really is just for seven and truly on for me that's the core really like of what i do um Solid. i don't do yes i really don't do so much you know here and there I, yeah but that but that is it everything is still just still plays around entertainment media and all of that got it now uh, on a lighter note, how is Lagos for a young person? I mean, you grew up there for long. What's happening in Lagos? From outside, we are seeing development. Is it real? Is it 100% that Lagos is rising? How is Lagos living for you? I was born in Lagos and, you know, I grew up here. Even the fashion event that I did was not even in Lagos. It was in Ibadan, uh, predominantly. Um, Lagos is good. I think Lagos is, Lagos is like every other place. I've also been opportunity to be in like a couple of places outside Lagos, um, for work and other things. Lagos is developing, definitely. Lagos is, is a city that others, other states need to emulate, you know. Uh, there's the pressure that comes with living in Lagos. Uh, but I, I try as much as possible not to be a part of that pressure, <laughs> yeah. you know, 
Um, yes, but I think um, there are quite a number of opportunities here because, like I said, you will hear accelerator, you will hear meetups, and all of that. It's not happening in Ibadan; it's happening in Lagos. You know? Right. Um, for whatever reason, but someone that can, and I think it's because they feel that there is no need or there is no demand. Um, mm. I'm proud of you know some of my friends that do the brown roof party in Ibadan. You know, I see what they're doing, and I'm like, ah, this same Ibadan. That they say people don't, don't pay for well, <laughs> they don't pay for sure they don't pay for this they don't pay for that but see what those guys have been able to do i'm sure if um people see that they are tech people in ibadan you know and they choose to stay in ibadan and we have opportunities there there are ideas in ibadan they will come to ibadan yeah. you know they will come opportunity yeah. will spring up and of course, technology has made things quite easy also. There are things that you can add. I've attended a couple of events outside Nigeria, both from the comfort of my office and my house, right? So there's really no limit to it. It's not really about Lagos or whatever. You can be in Lagos, connect to people in San Francisco, you know, in Dubai, in Doha, in Singapore, anywhere, um, basically. Yeah. You mentioned mentorship. Uh, one of the names you mentioned was Omo Wale. Is Omo Wale David Ashiro? Omo Wale David Ashiro. We mentioned yes. Tega. Tega is a great inspiration to me. He's the CEO at Mavens. Um, you mentioned Godwin Tom. These are some of the people that you have learned from, whether from afar. There is Yuri Mario. There is Yuri Mario playing There is Lanrio Bukle. Yeah. There is Kabi. Importance of mentorship, and if there are other things you would like to give shout outs to, why, how important and useful is mentorship on a general note? I think it's quite see mentorship. You can't guardian and mentorship, you can't take it out of life because we've not all lived this life before. You know, we are all apprentices as far as life is concerned. Yeah, we're new. Yes, tomorrow is you've not lived tomorrow before, have you? No, no. <laughs> Tomorrow, yeah, you, you know, so we should have that disposition that we don't know anything. Hmm. And where I am, the what I can see is just here in the confine of where I'm speaking to you now. I can't see beyond here. So how do I think that I know everything or I have all of the answers? It's by connecting with people. Hmm. And membership doesn't really have to be like any form of something very formal, right? Just talk to people, you know, know people, learn from them. I've, I've been blessed to have people like mentor me. And I didn't know that they were mentoring me, but I, I know mm. I've always loved to be in the company of older people, you know, um, growing up. And I had someone like Mrs. Nikkei Deraumi that I spent a lot of time with. And I learned a lot from her. And I had someone like Tony Yapan you know, and I spent a lot of time with her. In short, she was a rescue at a lot of times. A lot of the time I made a mess of a lot of things. It was a mentorship, a guidance, got me out of those trouble, you know, and even finance itself, <laughs> you know. Then at some point I was with, you know, Abib Mona Lisa, Abimbola Aze as well, who mm. still mentored me on life and all of that. You know, we can be young people and say, I just be focused on work, 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 and not think of work and life balance. You know, then I had a, a mom too, you know, Mrs. Yetunde of Blessed Memory, who was also a mentor because she taught a lot of things that she thought, oh, this is how you should do it. And, you know, what practical knowledge, you know, and all of that. So different people at different times, you know, mm. taught different things. And that's how it should be. As even young people, we are also in this era that we think we know everything, social media, this is how life should be, this is how life shouldn't be. You know, your bazu, they always have this adage. And that is that Omo Dioli, Ole Lasho Twagba, they have lived 50 years. I'm not even 50 yet. So imagine the experience. So I'm 60 years old. Imagine yeah. the experience that they have that at when you are 30, when you are 35, when you are 40, when you are 45. They know, they, they have tips and, you know, things that they yeah. can, we they can, can learn from. Exactly, I can learn from. These are things you should avoid though, and all of that. So you can't take it out, really. You know, of course, our parents are really like the very first mentors also that we'll have. I told you how my own parents, my mom, 
I will tell her I want to dare something. She know, you know, mothers are even more emotional. She will mm. say, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? She will say, go. You know, imagine if you say, don't go. If you go and they go and kidnap you. You know all of those things. It's you know, scary. the fear will be there. You know, she, but she never did all of those things. She didn't scare me. So I think her mentorship also helped me to just do things, like just jump. Like, okay, just do it. At the end of the day, you will fall down. Then if, when you fall, or if you fall, you go do what? You go rise. But if you don't fall, you blow. You know, oh, they're my gel on here. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> so that's stuff. just it. Life is really about risk taking. And that's oh, yeah. it. But you can also be quiet. You can mitigate your risk when you learn from the mistakes, the experiences of other people. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yes. To, to, to let it go here. But before I let you go, like I said, what are your playlists that you want to recommend for one or two songs or three? One or two songs or three. So if you go on Joto for Seven, you should listen to um, King Is uh, Good to Me. That's a single. Yes, it's on Joseph for seven. She listens to Kingi's yeah. to me. Uh, then there's Tunashios that has Easy Peas on Joseph for seven. You should listen to a couple of the songs, you know, on that EP. And of course, we like to have the podcast. Yes, Tunashios. You know, but there are other people that have put up songs there. There's DJ Off Ray that's put up a mix on Joseph for seven. It's quite good if you are really like you need to listen to plain music, you don't want to hear anything. Um, you know, there are some people who say, God, then, God. That's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you can listen <laughs> to Geoff Ray's mix. Yes, you know, DJ Geoff Ray is a you know, he's a renowned gospel DJ. You can listen to his mixtape, and I like to also hear music from other people so they can put up their songs so that you know, myself and my team can continue to recommend. You know, them on Joe Two Seven. Thank you so much. Founder Trillion Box Company and Joe Two Four Seven of the Nigerian Music. Uh we'll talk to you some other time. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Have a great great evening. And that's our interview with Adenike Adigite of the Trillion Box Company and Joe Two Four Seven. This has been the Despite the Government podcast. My name is Boyega Adelia and I will see you next time.